in india gaming has just begun okay there hardly around very professional 10 teams so each team is five people you can hardly find 50 to 100 people in one city who are completely into gaming this is a very very less number whereas outside india there are other countries where in the senate or what do you say the government itself they sponsor the team gaming team it's like how in india you know uh, uh, kabaddi football cricket you know the government you know they they encourage you right like that outside india the governments you know encourage their esports teams there's a game called league of legends uh, probably that would uh, be considered as a, a game for coming up olympics it's been going on uh, probably that will be the game changer i mean since the last 2 3 years uh, most of these gaming competitions like how you have uh, commentary for uh, cricket right same way for there is commentary and broadcasting streaming happening for gaming in the last 2 3 years it's been you know improved massively uh, companies like twitch they themselves you know uh, come and they encourage youngsters to uh, become broadcasters streamers so that you know they they generate content and it reaches to the mass Namaste hello welcome to Prunership Diaries I'm Shweta your host for this show Each week I interview either solo pruners or entrepreneurs or mom pruners or side pruners from varied fields and expertise If starting a business is on your mind and you want to learn the nitty-gritties of running a business or you want to become a solo pruner jump right in Let's explore the intricacies of taking charge of your own business Welcome to Prunership Diaries. Uh, today we have with us Subramani BN, who is a passionate gamer and runs a gaming cafe out here in Bangalore since 2013, called Escape Bangalore. He forayed into the gaming industry as a project head of Anti Sports, setting up gaming cafes and educating prospective clients about essentials for a gaming cafe and help them run the gaming cafe successfully. He has assisted over 75 projects span India and then moved ahead as a franchise manager for a chain of gaming cafe company. He is currently working as a channel sales and e-commerce manager in an import and distribution company as well. So Subramani, welcome to my show and uh, I'm so glad to have a conversation with you on gaming and many things more. and more so it's so uh, lovely to get back to and talking to a schoolmate of mine so it's so very amazing welcome thank you very much shweta it's been really uh, an honor so talking about myself and my journey till here thank you once again wonderful so uh, without further ado let's get started well i'm a newbie to gaming i mean i might have played probably nfs or uh, you know a couple of games here and there but never a gamer or probably didn't have an inclination towards gaming so i think i'm going to learn a lot today uh, so my first question is how did you get an inclination towards gaming when did it all start so could you tell us more about it so you know right uh, we both uh, studied in the same school so one of one of our teacher you know she was leaving school so that was in like say 7th standard 8th standard something like 1997 98 she dropped us an email id uh, to the you know the students so uh, we didn't know what an email id is okay so we went to the cyber cafe okay a group of 3 4 people and we, we started you know uh, popping in the email id in the address bar 
Okay, that's when the cafe owner comes and he tells us, "No, you need to create an email ID." So then, fine, uh, we created an email ID and we sent out a mail. Uh, when we were coming out of the cyber cafe, uh, I saw that like uh, some of them were playing games. Uh, that's when you know that attracted me. Uh, like, uh, okay, I would like to explore about this. Since the the cafe was near our school, I went back home and uh, started searching. You know, cyber cafes where I could like explore the gaming part. That's that was my first step towards gaming. Wow! All right. Okay, you got interested in gaming. I think in our previous uh, conversation as well, you mentioned that you also started taking part in competitions. So, could you tell us more about that? Well, what happened after you got interested in it? Uh, so, luckily, I found a cafe which was like very close to my house. So, after the school, I used to like uh, finish my whatever homework it is quickly, rush to the cafe. Play literally till eight p.m., nine p.m., and there was no restrictions from my family because you know I was good at studies, and then I could balance things. This continued till say first PU, and uh, in first PU, um, uh, there was this competition uh, called uh, Halo. Halo is the game name. It was organized by Reliance, um, and then Microsoft, Intel, and another company. Totally four companies. So this was you know uh, Pan India in eight cities. So I participated there, and uh, since my friend, you know, an elderly friend of mine in gaming, uh, he was the game jockey over there. Like uh, they take care of how the tournaments run. So um, before the date, uh, Reliance used to give us passes to come and practice. It's called Reliance Web World. So I started practicing, and then um, in the Bangalore Championship, I came second. Wow! So I was actually I came second, but only seven winners uh, were selected for the competition. So I was like depressed. Uh, then I, you know, went back home and I and I opened the manual book of the particular uh, game. Okay. Then uh, it says seven cities, seven winners, and one runner-up, uh, which was the best runner-up among the seven cities. Uh, so then I quickly called my friend. I said, "Okay, fine. Who's the eighth person, the best runner-up?" So luckily that was me because I was just two frags away from the winner. Okay. So that that completely changed my aspect of like say time pass gaming into professional gaming, like competitive gaming. So uh, then I went to the college. I said I need holidays. I need to practice. I have to represent the college. So the principal told, okay, take take as much as uh, you want, as long as our college uh, you know comes uh, up with the name. <laughs> so then we went to Mumbai. All the eight participants were called to Bombay, and then. Uh, from the eight people i came sixth uh, for india oh wow that was in the year 2004 2003 or 4 amazing so those were the steps into competitive gaming for me so i want to know at this point in time were there any restrictions from your family as such because you know it was something related to gaming because you know we all think gaming is okay it's just a past time thing i mean you also mentioned that you know you just wanted to figure out what it was and all of that i used to balance my studies and my extracurricular activities there there used to be no problems at all and uh, because of gaming my technology and you know the hardware software about understanding about a computer no improved so i used to help in family also anybody had any issue with the computer i used to help them and the most important thing is because of gaming uh, later i got into like more complex games like uh, a massive multiplayer role playing gamings wherein you it's like warcraft you have like crores of people in the virtual world you can you know chat with each other uh, game up as a team and kill the boss or something like that so this completely improved my uh, typing skills Uh, right now, it's almost uh, say around twenty four, twenty five plus years I've been into gaming. 
I still type like say 80 words a minute uh, without looking at the keyboard at uh, 90 plus accuracy. Wow. So this is being till now, nobody in my circle are able to uh, like uh, compete with me in typing skills also. Wow. So that way there was no problem with my family. Okay, cool. I mean, so I want to know what happened after that. So you won this competition. And uh, I know you had mentioned that you were also exploring, like you had graduated and you were exploring other avenues like, you know, probably it's the insurance field or the real estate or the BPO. So what was happening at that point in time since you won in that competition? And of course, you had to take up or juggle into various avenues. So were you at that point in time exploring other areas? What was happening in your mind at that point in time? After that big, huge competition, right? I started, you know, getting more uh, into gaming, like exploring, like, say, what types of games are there and, like, say, uh, where can I, you know, become a professional gamer, participate in all the tourneys online and offline. So that happened till almost 2008 uh, when I graduated. Till till my graduation, I completed my BCom. Till then, I used to game, game and game. And then after that, of course, you have to either choose uh, a graduation, like say MBA or uh, you go to a different course or you take up computer classes. But my dad was like, uh, it's always do whatever you want, whatever suits you. You want to come help me in the business, help. If you want to go and work, work, your wish. So then I, I helped him, you know, like say from 2008 till 11. Okay, I helped him, uh, not piece, my piece of cake. Okay, fine. Then I, I wanted to, you know, work. I joined Accenture, then... Uh, fashion industry, then, uh, you know, uh, BPO, and then uh, insurance, real estate, all of these. I wrote test for insurance, I became a certified, uh, you know, uh, agent, and then real estate. Uh, I mean, everything was like, I used to give up two months, six months, maximum is a year, that's it. I used to just design. And after that, uh, this continued till 2011, 12, 13. 2012, my family, you know, they made me sit, they asked me, what are you doing? Where is this leading to? They told me. And I told, no, I don't know. I'm bored. I can't do this. Okay, then what do you want to do? They told me. Then I told them that, okay, probably, you know, uh, when I used to play during my college days, it was very tiny cafes, like only four or five PCs in one cafe. So you couldn't play with opponents also. And the place used to be so crampy. So I thought, uh, okay, fine. I want to do a gaming cafe. So they told me like, are you sure? You Do you have enough experience? I'd say I'm confident enough. I'll give it a try. Uh, okay, family helped me with a little funds. Then I used to I borrowed some funds, and then I have my savings. I put everything into it, and uh, I had two more of my friends. Uh, so they joined me as a partner. Oh wow! This is what uh, 2013. Like whatever I you know uh, missed out in my childhood. Like I a cafe has to be like this. I made sure uh, I put in all my you know efforts there. That's when 2013 I made my cafe. That's wonderful. Before we talk more about your cafe. Um, so I just want to, uh, you know, ask on this point, you know, when you were exploring the various avenues, like, you know, you said BPO, insurance field and all of that, do you think it helped you out to actually narrow down on what you really wanted to do? I mean, we all go through it, like, I mean, the confusion and all of those things, but it's only when we put ourselves out in each of these fields. I mean, it could be anything like, you know, we might feel at one point in time, okay, maybe engineering, let me try out somewhere, something in the software industry. But then you're bored in a year and you want to change. So do you think it's very important for, I mean, for people who want to get onto this entrepreneurship journey? So is it really important for everyone to explore various avenues before they can actually, you know, narrow down to that thing that they really want to do? 
so it is good that you know you work and you learn because there are so many things that you learn from work you cannot directly get into business and do uh, all the areas what, what i explored i had a few learnings from each and every uh, work profile it's like say in accenture probably it was data entry or in real estate probably it was uh, you know uh, how to talk to clients and insurance it was uh, something related to uh, what do you say like customer service or say in fashion industry it's about like say uh, your hygiene and you know presentation in, in every work profile i learned something which uh, implemented into my business right it is a very good thing that first you explore and you learn everything and then if you're sure of something only then get into it perfect i totally resonate with you uh, because i think it's only when we put ourselves out in you know the various avenues only then we can get to understand and of course as you clearly mentioned that it's more about learnings which come into play because uh, i mean you cannot say that okay i'm going to start running a business tomorrow without having that particular skill set or the acumen to do it uh, so it's so wonderful that you know you could foray into various fields and take the learning and then you know starting off your cafe okay which we are going to talk about now uh so how did it all happen okay you had your savings you put in a, some amount of money from your family's end also and they supported you how was this like you know putting together a gaming cafe and you were entering into the gaming industry so what were your thoughts while you were setting your cafe uh, physically i mean with respect to the building the materialistic aspects the gaming consoles all of that what was going on in your mind because it is something new and you were investing everything out your your time money energy everything so what was it uh, so basically um, i came up with the idea i went to my you know two closest friends and I, i told them that this is what i want to do do you want to be a part of it uh, they were like very skeptical they're like are you sure rather uh, you know you're good in like say travel you do a tourism company i'll put in money he was like that Uh, travel was something like uh, you know uh, whenever i used to find time i like exploring places but uh, i can't make it uh, bread and butter because i cannot always uh, you know keep roaming around so then finally they agreed so we started searching a place it literally actually took 3 months for me to identify a place because you just can't open a cafe uh, wherever you feel like you have to act as if you're a consumer or a gamer i uh, me being a gamer where would i go and hang out and say chill so that way it took 3 months for me to identify the place so there are like other factors involved like say you need a proper bandwidth you need a uh, extra you say power because you're using so many computers right the sanction load be, should be there for that particular building and say power backup and say lift or something like this so there are various factors we came to all of this into a conclusion and then fi- finalized the place since i think i was at the age of say 24 when i took up this place uh, the the landlord was like uh, are you sure do you want to do it because for them we look like kids okay they're like sir i'm very sure i want this place give it to me <laughs> right and then finally we signed up an agreement since it was the first business i requested them that you know i need a grace period of say 3 months uh, so luckily he gave it to me it was a customized cafe we made it from scratch and like say wall ceiling or lighting uh, my sister is an architect so she helped me with the interior aesthetics and everything so there has to be a theme and everything right so that way uh, since i was into gaming i knew what kind of hardware and tech is required that way that area was uh, pretty easy i started in february 2013 and uh, we went live on june 15th 
Okay. We gave an offer free gaming. So till today, all the you know eight years, seven, eight years of my cafe anniversary, we celebrate my our cafe anniversary also on June fifteenth. We give free gaming, and whoever comes, if they want to recharge, also they they get double the game time. So June fifteenth is what all my customers remember. It's ESC's anniversary. Wow. Uh, so uh, four years, that is uh, 2013 to 17, we ran in the same place, and then my partners wanted to exit because uh, that is there. You know the teenage life between 24 and 28, then you get serious. So they wanted to exit. So I wanted to continue. So we cleared off. Uh, two partners wanted to exit. I we cleared it, and then I shifted the location. It was 2016 when you know the cafe also felt very you know. Uh, repetitive kind of work to me by then i had figured out ki uh, what is a successful model though i made a cafe there were some flaws and there were some mistakes so i came to know that uh, okay i have the you know the knowledge with me it's time that either i do one more branch or either i share my knowledge and improve the gaming in you know in the gaming field so there's basically a lot of scope for gaming that's the reason i started working eventually in 2016 Awesome. I mean, just so wonderful to hear. You know how you all set it up, and and that you know it's been like successful uh, eight years or so, right? Yes, <laughs> that's wonderful. So I want to just probe a bit more. Talking from an entrepreneurial perspective, you know, so what were the challenges that you faced while setting it up? I know, of course, you know you were you were very new to it, and but you did have the knowledge about gaming and all of it. I mean, of course, it's been eight years now. What were the major challenges that came by, and how did you uh, go up over that? See, if you consider a business that that is your own business, entrepreneurship or something like that, you know, you will have to put your time, effort, and money, everything. You can't, you can't get your sweet time like Saturday, Sunday off or something like that. You can't get that uh, because it's your own business, right? Uh, at times, uh, in the first year, uh, I had no staff also with me. I used to literally open the cafe in the morning, nine a.m., and I used to close at nine p.m. Almost like say fifteen hours, fourteen hours. It's not a twelve-hour business, right? So I used to do it solo. And then uh, initial days, there was no customers. We, it was the first business. We don't know marketing, nothing. So only friends and family and other gamers. We used to tell them. Then I personally went with flyers to the college. I personally distributed the. players so uh, there are many areas wherein like you know you, i have put in money so i can't take a chill pill so that way it was the first 3 months to 6 months was difficult but once it goes full house then is when you know you have achieved something those were the areas where it was challenging but yeah later down the lane you get confidence okay you start hiring people and you diversify yourself yeah so i think the main thing is of anybody i mean it could be a business offering a product or a service so i think the one main thing is putting yourself out i think through marketing as you did you went out there you know promoted your company with respect to the college going uh, i think that's the major chunk right the target audience for your gaming uh, cafe uh, because i see many entrepreneurs or even solopreneurs of course the job or whatever they're offering is there but then one thing which lacks is the marketing because it's only when you start putting yourself out then only people will get to know about it i mean kudos that you know <laughs> you went past that phase and uh, yeah you've been going doing well i think you mentioned earlier that uh, yeah you started the cafe and um, you know your partners shifted out and then again you took up another job in a company just so that you know you could understand what was happening in the gaming industry how has it been like juggling Uh, a business of your own and also you know helping other companies 
with respect to you know gaming aspects so how has it been like you know juggling both <laughs> uh so as i told you right uh 3 years uh, after running the yeah. cafe uh, that is when you know uh, the in the same industry people uh, started to notice me like how you have uh, a fashion show if you are in the fashion industry the same way uh, there's a gamers meetup say a competition so all of these brands and all of these companies uh, in gaming products right they want our platform that we are the only means for them to reach out to their audience right so that is when i you know started getting connected to these people i started networking mm-hmm. and then is where i got an opportunity particular uh, you know portfolio and this is actually there in uh, most of the countries but not in india so it's called a system integrator into a cafe ecosystem a system integrator is a person who you know actually builds a pc and sells it to you but here this is called an i cafe expert outside the india they call it uh, for gaming cafes they call it i cafe internet cafe so in india we call it gaming cafe uh, so this first uh, you know opportunity was given to me i used to work with this company it's a huge distribution company in india my uh, salary was uh, borne by half by nvidia which is a graphic card manufacturing company and half by the distribution company my job was to make sure the company uh, has to have sales and uh, likewise nvidia wanted more and more platforms so they wanted me to address these gaming cafe like the new entrepreneurs or who wanted to open new business right they wanted me to help them you know set up the entire cafe and continuously tell them how to run the cafe with marketing and how a successful model works so this way from 2016 till 18 i worked in the in the same company in this duration uh we launched a brand also which is ant esports so okay. this uh, project was the first in india to sell gaming chairs and it is again into the i cafe segment in this uh, two years i traveled more than 20 cities uh, and uh, i assisted with more than 75 clients 75 plus cafes i've assisted them and all of them are still in touch with me so this was my breaking or say entry point to the actual gaming industry domain wow so i could balance my cafe with this because by the time you know i had cracked the formula it was in auto mode so i di- I, d- i don't need to be there in the cafe as long as everything is going fine so yes. it was quite uh, convenient uh, so this was uh, you know my statement that you know uh, there is a lot of scope for gaming industry in india it is still a small baby right oh wonderful um yes my next question is exactly on that uh, so what is your perspective on gaming industry here in india and how are we different from other countries again going back to the you know a couple of you know when i started the cafe at that point of time uh, there were very basic games which uh, if you had a basic computer which uh, with a nice graphic card you could have played but as and when gaming industry started you know uh, diversification and say a competitive professional and these game developers they they started this uh, uh, very very big content games you know that's when you know uh, these pc manufacturers brands you know they started coming in with uh, higher processors higher end graphic cards that is when you don't need only a graphic card you needed a cpu and a gpu for your game to perform coming back to your question so uh, in india gaming has just begun okay oh. there hardly around very professional 10 teams so each team is five people you can hardly find 50 to 100 people in one city who are completely into gaming this is a very very less number whereas outside india there are other countries where in the senate or what do you say the government itself they sponsor the team 
gaming team okay it's like how in india you know kabaddi uh, uh, football cricket you know the government you know they they encourage you right like that outside india the governments you know encourage their esports teams there's a game called league of legends uh, probably that would uh, be considered as a, a game for coming up olympics it's been going on uh, probably that will be the game changer oh wow i mean since the last 2 3 years uh, most of these gaming competitions like how you have uh, a commentary for uh, cricket right same way for there is commentary and broadcasting streaming happening for gaming in the last 2 3 years it's been you know improved massively uh, companies like twitch they themselves you know uh, come and they encourage youngsters to uh, become broadcasters streamers so that you know they they generate content and it reaches to the mass right yeah in gaming there is no uh, you know laws which uh, govern uh, the gaming industry in india yet uh, they are trying to figure it out there are a couple of new organizations like cii esfi uh, so they're trying to you know create a law which can govern it so whereas outside india most of the countries you know it's it's saturated oh there's a lot of scope for uh, gaming in india but i mean interesting you know the stats i mean you're in india and abroad um i mean i'm just getting curious so just even for the listeners uh, point of view as well so esports is nothing but gaming competitions okay correct me if i'm wrong okay yeah. So esports is nothing but gaming competitions which of course it's a multiplayer thing so you can of course there are gamers who can compete apart from that there are also people who could broadcast or stream it and they can make a revenue out of that they make good money yes yes oh that's that's interesting and i think uh, there was also um, a point where you made like uh, people also view it like you said it could be a part of the olympics uh, of course the viewership is also there so a lot many things yes there is a lot of scope in gaming so uh, in india roughly um, i have the whole database of uh, gaming cafes in india there are around 500 to 700 cafes that's it all over india and in in bangalore alone there are hardly 20 to 30 whereas city called uh, chongqing in china has uh, one city has 2000 cafes the majority average size of the cafes are uh, something like 100 seater 200 seater whereas in india we stand at 20 to 25 seater per cafe on an average so that way there's a lot of scope so one particular company had approached me just before pandemic so they they wanted to do a chain of cafes before me being a fr- uh, franchise manager so that's when they they caught on to me and they they knew i have the network we we just begun and then the pandemic uh, you know came in so they, we had to stop the operations and they went back to china so amongst all the states uh, in uh, india karnataka our state is uh, you know leading they already have a policy which is called uh, kavgc it's called karnataka animation gaming and uh, visual effects comic policy right so they they have a gafex uh, fest which happens uh, yearly once it's called uh, gaming animation and vfx uh, fest Uh, it's organized by government of karnataka every year it happens you can google it that's wonderful so it's something like a gamers platform where everyone connects and it's like a networking event is that what it is uh, yes on point of uh, say our government they encourage you know game developers and game testers we also become a piece and parcel for that you know law they're still trying to build it but uh, gafex happens every every year once you have lots of people coming from abroad you know sharing their technology sharing their you know all the things uh, about themselves 
Wow. I mean, interesting. <laughs> I mean, it's good to know that, you know, we're, we're like catching up with the other countries as well. Um, which brings me to the question, you said that there is a lot of scope and it still needs to, you know, uh, increase. Do you think uh, the pandemic could have affected uh, the gaming business? Because now everyone is at home, everyone is working from home. Uh, do you see it as a possibility that, you know, there could be more gamers out there who are coming in? What do you see? Do you see a shift? And also, I want to ask you, as the pandemic affected your business, because I know a gaming cafe is where people go uh, to a cafe and then they play out. How has it been since the pandemic, considering, you know, people are not able to come out of their homes and go to a cafe? Or is it something virtual which is happening? So what is the, how has it been? So uh, this is actually uh, why I was in the picture for NVIDIA, creating a success model. Okay. So a success model is something like whatever happens, nothing can affect your business. Right. So there were cafes wherein you don't calculate it properly. You just go blindly, open the cafe and put lots of money. Example, I pay a rent of say 30,000 for my cafe. Okay. Whereas another lavish cafe, they pay around 2 lakhs per month. Because it's in a prime location, things are not properly calculated. And you overkilled it, you made it like very lavish, which is not required. You need to calculate the spending capacity in that particular area and then open the cafe. This pandemic, of course, has affected the cafe business. But yeah, only to the people who have not properly calculated and opened the business. So there were cafes which were shut who could not pay their Mm. rentals. This is the main Mm. hit. Uh, Me and my friends, uh, my older friends in my gaming, we have a chain of cafes. We know each other. So our cafe survived because 30,000 is like I rent out five machines, I pay my rent. So in the pandemic, when we come to the pandemic, they're going to do a lockdown. Mm -hmm. We tell our regular gamers, take the PC for rent, pay me. So we give the PC to them. They take it home, they they pay me monthly rent. So it's easy for us to survive the pandemic. So that way I I survived the last year also and the current year I have survived. A cafe does not only include uh, business from, uh, you know, uh, what we charge hourly. We also said sell food and beverages like popcorn, noodles, Coke. And we also build systems and give it to the gamers. Now, being young children, they come to play, right? So their parents will be like, at a point of time, you know what, stay in the house, I'll give you a computer. (laughs) So naturally they come to us and they say, build a system for my son. So those are the sales also what we get. The merchandise and the computers and whatever the accessories that go with it. Yes. So pandemic, yeah, it has been a plus point and a negative point. Plus point is uh, once the pandemic is gone, all the improper players in the cafe industry are gone. You know, you get the fruit, (laughs) you get back your business monopoly. But yeah, negative thing is that your business goes a dip for a while. That's it. Nothing other than that. And my one more question, whether the pandemic has uh, helped more people to get into gaming, what do you think about that? Actually, to be frank, right, I keep getting stats from, you know, the market and people, the brands who import to India. Okay, so uh, they have sold more and more products, numbers of, uh, say, keyboards or graphic cards or monitors more in the pandemic than normal. Online gaming, you know, has improved and has developed more during the pandemic. (laughs) <laughs> it's good for the business. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Subramani, what are your current projects or future plans? Uh, is there anything uh, that you want to probably change with respect to your business or anything that you want to add on 
so to be frank uh, in the pandemic itself you know uh, one of my co- company called me and you know they wanted to start from scratch import and distribution for uh, computer uh, gaming brands currently uh, from you know july i've been working on this project and we went live april 12th april 12th of 15 just a month back Mm-hmm. so we were successful we, uh, we are importing gaming chairs uh, tables and uh, we are importing gaming keyboards mouse and mouse pad mm. so gaming uh, cabinet uh, pc fans and uh, aio coolers going to come next okay. month this is my current plan but yeah the company is aware that we want to have a make in india brand so that is where i am looking wow. at so whatever comes in india is again all manufactured in china because of the cost and the labor but yeah that's the reason we are looking at make in india brand down the wonderful. lane wonderful wonderful i mean yes make in india <laughs> it is <laughs> so all this whatever happens if i am idle also somehow you know the gaming community pulls me back over there uh, it's been a you know a luck a boon or what i don't know right wonderful i mean i just want to know how has it been for you way back you know during your school times when you just used to go and play in the cyber cafe and to the time now when you are running a cafe and you are a very well known person in the gaming industry and you are giving inputs and you're helping other you know cafes to survive and uh, hold business successfully what do you feel you know the journey from then to you know today i can just say one thing you know that uh, i was i was very passionate about gaming and probably that's the main reason i've been successful yes. and uh, secondly that you know uh, family and uh, everybody have been cooperative they know that okay i will have a success right. uh, they've been quite supportive in it so uh, yeah it is uh, quite exciting <laughs> so i i had other you know hobbies also bowling or say swimming or say karate yeah that was like uh, probably uh, just a passing cloud i had to just choose which is the correct one right like especially during this time i know we've been talking about the pandemic as well so uh, well being is of utmost importance so what is your well being or workout routine like and what do you indulge uh, in apart from your work which is gaming <laughs> so is there any other outlet so to be frank right the last year the pandemic uh, you know they just announced right i quickly went to the cafe i took my pc and came okay. home i played and played and played for 20 days continuously after that i got bored okay uh, so something you do you do too much also you know you get bored of it exactly. a lot that was the last i mean now nowadays i play mobile gaming more than pc gaming <laughs> okay so it's you know work and when you're playing you need to play you need to finish it because there are other people also with you you can't just pause or ask them to wait your negligence will cost the team's uh, results you that way since i've been working and putting all my efforts here i can't you know contribute much into gaming but yeah for my, my gaming but for the gaming industry yeah i'm able to you know put my efforts i wanted to take it to a next level but yeah um stay at home uh, is the main thing you, you have so many uh, you know just dial and google wherein you want something you will get it uh, delivered to house even consider it a gaming uh, console or a gaming pc you have delivery so that way yeah pandemic you know g- has given me more focus uh, that you know you're sitting at one place you can yeah think about a lot of things that way it's good A- any other routine that you do any workout routine at home that you're into no just uh, stretching walking playing with my cats that's it oh you don't have cats wonderful okay so we come to the last section uh, which i call as the uh, pruner spotlight section 
So I'm going to uh, put across a few questions. Uh, it could be on the personal front or the professional front. So you could answer to me in a word or two or a couple of sentences. So I leave it totally up to you. Uh, so do we get started? Sure. Okay, my first question is, what is your ikigai? So ikigai is nothing but the reason for your being. So what is that one thing that you would do on any given day, no matter what is happening around the world? Whatever is happening, I have my to-do list. I make sure I finish my to-do list and then, you know, give concentration to whatever it is. Wonderful. Okay, the to-do list it is. <laughs> All right. Yes. Okay, any person or an entrepreneur who has inspired you? I had one good mentor in, uh, say, NVIDIA. His name is Vamsi Krishna. So he used to lead the consumer marketing for uh, South Asia. All right. So he's been, you know, a very good supportive person. And he told me how to go about things. Uh, what is the way of approach, etc. Okay, it's nice. All right. So my next question is, hypothetically, if you turn out to be the richest person in the world tomorrow, so what would you like to do or... Would you continue to do what you're already doing? So even if I have so much of money that I don't need to work, I still want to work to keep myself busy. If I have so much of money, yeah, I would be, you know, uh, opening like say 1000 cafes fan India, chain of my own cafes. More escape uh, Bangalore, escape Mumbai, escape Delhi. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. When are your best moments? Is it in life or in a game? Uh, best moments uh, is currently in life. Yeah, but if we have, you know, our own, you know, best friends, what we used to play when we were in teenage. Yeah, when we five or six guys catch up, you know, we won't care anything. We just continue and play our game and finish it. That is our game moment when only we known people catch up. In life, of course, it's friends and family and say TV and gossip, chit chat. Work is always there. So apart from work, when you find time, we spent together. <laughs> Beautiful. Lovely. What is your definition of success? It's something like, you know, I want that. I do it. But I, I feel successful. But yeah, you can't stay there for a very long time. You know, you'll think there is something more and you'll, you'll try for it. So I have been successful, but I can again say there is something more. I have to go forward for it. Right. So I can't define it. <laughs> it's always going on. Yes. All right. I rather say goals. Yes. All right. Perfect. What is one key takeaway uh, that you want to give the audience? Uh, it could be any few tips or insights or lessons to the people who are just starting off an entrepreneurial journey or who want to be entrepreneur or a solopreneur. So what would you like to say to them? So it depends, actually, if they have, you know, all the money packed in and they want to take a risk, they have a backup plan, then they can go ahead for it. Uh, by chance, you know, it's the only savings what they have and they're like, say, not confident, they're on 50-50. So I would like to tell them, you know, uh, first go and explore into the same domain, like say, uh, people who are already running the show, go as a customer, like say, stalk them. <laughs> okay. Uh, identify what is right, what is wrong. Are you sure you can do something better than, than that? Then get into it or else get your maths right. All right. Okay. So, Subramani, how can anyone reach out to you? Or uh, if they want to know about Escape Bangalore, then where can they find about it? Uh, Escape Bangalore is on Google and Instagram. You can search for ESC or you can also Google Escape Bangalore Gaming Cafe. You will get it in Google. 
Perfect. So I will surely leave these links in the episode description. And uh, I would like to thank you for this amazing conversation. I think I have enjoyed it. I had no clue about gaming, <laughs> esports, and all of it. But uh, I had a very, you know, enjoyable conversation with you. And it's so good to know that, uh, you know, something, a passion uh, right from your childhood days. And it's grown to something altogether and you're still on it and uh, doing wonderful things. For the gamers here in India and of course for the community as such. So it's so wonderful to, you know, get in touch and uh, also to understand what you're doing and your journey. So I'm so honored uh, to have you on my show. Thank you so much for being out here. Same here. Uh, thank you also for giving me the opportunity. Hopefully, uh, uh, people get inspired. I mean, people yes. who want to do so, do something in gaming, they get inspired. And if they still need help, I'm here glad to help. Uh, as of date also, I don't charge anything. I just give them the right advices. That's it. Lovely, lovely. So beautiful. And um, yeah, it was very kind of you to say that. And I'm sure the listeners out there who are interested and want to become gamers or who want to, you know, set up their own gaming cafe. I'm sure, you know, they would love to reach out to you and uh, all the best. And uh, and I just hope there are more Escape uh, Mumbai, Escape Delhi coming up soon. Hopefully. <laughs> Wonderful talking to you. Thank you so much. Same here. Thanks a lot. Well, that was quite an interesting conversation with Subramani on gaming. Well, let's look into some of the key learnings. Subramani shared his journey on how he got an inclination towards gaming and how he also competed in various gaming competitions and in turn developed a flair for gaming. He also went on to explore various avenues in insurance, BPO, fashion, real estate industries. But then he got the inclination or he narrowed down his passion for gaming and then started his own gaming cafe, Escape, ESC. What he missed out while he was gaming during his school days, he went on to create or put across these facilities and infrastructure in the gaming cafe. He also spoke about the challenges which he faced while setting up his cafe and during is first six months of gaining customers and target audience to his cafe. He then went on and explored the gaming industry and also forayed into helping other gaming cafes in running successfully. And we also looked into how he juggled between handling his own cafe and also helping out other cafes. It was an interesting conversation to know about gaming is still in its nascent stage here in India unlike that in other countries. And there is a lot of scope in gaming out here in India and it's surely going to boom in the coming years. We also looked into how gaming as a cafe here in India has survived during the pandemic. Subramani also spoke about his future plans for his cafe and also uh, for the gaming industry and also looked into some aspects of well-being. Thank you for joining me on this episode. If you liked the episode and felt this had some value, then please comment in the description section and also share the link with your friends. Likewise, you can comment on Instagram or take a screenshot of the episode and post it on Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag me at Shweta C. Krish. 
invest in yourself as this is the best insurance you can have no matter what life throws at you.